Good morning, it's Toby, and this is The Toby Reynolds Show, where I talk a little about me so that I can make the show about you. Episode 1, It's Okay to Not Be Okay. I recently spoke to a young friend of mine back from college and had asked her, how was school? Are you liking it? You know, all of those things that you ask a young person who's returning home from college on a break. And she said something to me that I would like to discuss here a little bit. She she said she didn't like the people, uh, that they were all fake. Um, so my first thought when I, when I hear someone say anything similar to that, and it's not the first time I've heard this, it's not the first time we've heard this, uh, that, that we tend to think that other people are fake or, or whatever. Uh, my first thought is, why are you choosing to view the world through such a narrow lens? Why are you choosing to use such a narrow perspective of how you view the world and how you view others? Uh, and why would you think that you know anyone well enough to say that they're all fake? Um, like I said, this isn't the, the first time we've heard something like that. Uh, we, we tend to hear this in, in regards to um, school, uh, social events, workplace uh, interaction, uh, church, all of these things where we're interacting with other people and, and perhaps feel left out. Uh, perhaps we, we hear discussions about, oh, there's a click over there and there's a click over there where people are grouping together and we, we might see this as uh, a negative thing. I just want to say, aren't we all faking? Okay, to a degree, to a degree, we're all faking. Uh, we're all we're all having our own life experience, and you know, you think about how we interact with one another. Um, how how easy is it when we see other people who have who we have an opportunity to interact with? How easy is it to just give them the head nod, or uh, you know, say how's it going, or how are you, or whatever it may be, right? Uh, Ning hao, wie geht's? Como esta? All of these things, right? And, and the, the reaction or the, uh, the response to these is often what? Good. How are you? Good. You know, uh, how are you? Good. We're all good. We're always good all the time. Um, you know, and you think about also, uh, what, what effect does that have on us when, when our response is, when our response to the opportunity to, to, opportunity to interact with someone is to just automatically say, hey, how's it going? Or, and, and then also to respond with, uh, it's going good, you? How does that affect us on an individual basis? How does that affect us internally? Um, you know, I've, I've been there, right? I've been there. Things aren't good all the time. 
things aren't good all the time for any of us. And how often do we walk away from an interaction like that uh, thinking, wow, things are not good, actually, um, or feeling like we have to fake it, feeling like, um, well, if everyone else is good, then what's my problem, right? Uh, so I would just say consider consider how we interact with others. Uh, you're in the grocery store, and you know it's so common for us to have two reactions uh, to to the opportunity to interact. Uh, the first and perhaps most common is to simply you know uh, ignore the other individual. You're in a grocery store, we're busy, or we're driving and we're busy, and we have an opportunity to even make eye contact with somebody. And what do we do? Um, one of two things. Either we will ignore them and not make that eye contact and not, not approach that interaction, or we will do so in a very simple manner, which is the, the common head nod or how are you doing, you know, the, the quick interaction that, you know, in, in our defense, it shows that we care enough to say something. It ca we care enough to, to make eye contact. We care enough to acknowledge the presence of the other individual. But how much further could that go? Um, what would be appropriate? What, what, what can we do differently? Uh, there's, there's all of these things to consider. Uh, but when talking about this, this friend of mine, I think, you know, based on all of these things, it is perfectly understandable that one might feel uh, that everyone is faking uh, because that individual feels the need to fake as well. So my next thought uh, when having the, a conversation like this or hearing someone uh, say uh, uh, something similar about people in the world. Uh, my next thought is, why is it that you feel threatened by how others present themselves? Our reactions are so often driven by a sense of threat, a sense of self-preservation, a sense of um, needing to feel confident. Uh, I mean, we're natural creatures, right? The human, the human being uh, has the natural instinct of survival. We will always, always naturally avoid pain and embrace pleasure, uh, even if that is just a, a lesser pain than the pain we're trying to avoid. Um, the absence of pain is pleasure also. The absence of a certain degree of pain can be seen by our natural being as pleasure also. Um, and I say that because and I don't want to go off onto this other tangent, but I say that because we have these comfort zones that we're stuck in. And often those comfort zones are not places of positivity. They're not places of pleasure. They're actually places of pain, but it's less pain or a lesser degree of pain than the pain that we're trying to avoid. 
So naturally, we avoid pain and we embrace pleasure. Naturally, it is our instinct to survive. Naturally, it is our, our instinct to recognize, um, you know, sight, smell, touch, sound, um, gut, <laughs> okay, intuition. It's natural for us to recognize our surroundings. Uh, we're, we're constantly analyzing our surroundings. We're constantly analyzing what we see in people, uh, how they're approaching us, um, body language, all of these things, because we're trying to recognize whether there's a threat. Now, in our common everyday interaction, when we are feeling self-conscious, self when we're feeling a lack of confidence, when we are feeling the need to... to rationalize or we're feeling like we want to complain about someone or something, it is most commonly based off of our own personal discomfort. We feel threatened. We're uncomfortable. And it's natural for us to feel this way. What is not natural for us is to recognize that and then flip it. Um, also recognize that when we're judging others harshly, uh, when we're, we're seeing or we're, we're feeling the need to judge someone else harshly, it is, it is often because we're using them as a mirror. We, we see reflected back at us things in them that we dislike about ourselves. So consider that when when feeling the need uh, to judge someone, to complain about someone, uh, to nitpick someone, is it because we see in them something we dislike in ourselves and that is reflecting back on us? Um, and why... I guess the other the other side of that is uh, sometimes we feel this need to complain, or or we we talk about others right because we are comparing ourselves to them, and we feel perhaps that we are incapable of achieving uh, the characteristics or whatever um, the success the happiness uh, that we admire about that individual. So it's not always that we see something that we dislike in someone else or that something in someone else that we dislike about ourselves. It is also at times that we recognize something in that individual that we feel we are incapable of achieving in ourselves. We admire this about them, but we feel overwhelmed with the idea of being able to cultivate that characteristic in ourselves. We feel it's impossible. So a couple of reasons that we judge other people, a couple of reasons that we might feel threatened um, by other people uh, who don't mean any, any offense, who, who don't mean to threaten us in any way. Uh, the third thing that we can discuss is that ultimately 
I believe this comes down to feeling like we can't be open and honest with other people about our struggles and difficulties, uh, mostly because we feel like we shouldn't have them. So again, you know, we're say we're we're in a place uh, that we're comfortable. Uh, we're we're seeing faces that we're comfortable with, uh, friends, acquaintances. Um, whether that's, like I said, a workplace, whether that's in your home, whether that's at, at church or in public, uh, we run into people. And of course, again, back to our, our initial interaction, how are you doing? Um, everybody's busy all the time. Everybody's on the go. And it's so common for us to, to respond with, oh, I'm good. How are you? Or great. See you later. Uh, we don't spend enough time or we don't feel we have the time, or maybe the, the, the location is inappropriate for us to have a deeper conversation, right? I mean, back to the original, the original discussion, um, what makes us think that we understand people enough to say they're faking? Why would this individual... Okay, so why would I stop and take the time to sit down and have a conversation with you in a hallway to share with you my challenges so that you don't feel like I'm faking anything. We don't do that. That's just not logical for us in our everyday life. Either the place is inappropriate, uh, the timing is inappropriate. We don't know the person well enough. Why would I share my personal problems, my personal challenges with this young female friend of mine? Okay, that would be inappropriate for me to, in, in any situation, uh, to have that personal of a conversation with that, that friend. Um, and I don't think that we can expect anything more than that from those that we associate with. Um, so back to my point, because, because we don't discuss our challenges enough with others and others don't discuss them with us, uh, because we don't get to see those things often, I think that we tend to believe that we shouldn't have these challenges. We're seeing everyone else on a very surface level. Um, and it's common. It's, it's, it makes sense. It's logical that we might feel that others do not have the same problems that we have or that others do not have challenges. The problem is that, like I said, we begin to feel like perhaps we shouldn't have them ourselves. Now look at life in general, all right? We are on this planet, and regardless of why you think we're here or what you believe about our purpose on this planet, we are all going to face challenges. That's like the great equalizer. We will all face challenges, all of us, every one of us. And we most often don't get to choose what those challenges are. So if we take, into, take these things into consideration, isn't it true that we shouldn't hate ourselves or be down on ourselves 
because of the challenges that have been forced upon us, right? Um, why can't we be okay with that? Okay, it, it's, it's true for every one of us that we're all going to face challenges. They're going to be forced upon us. Why, why can't we be okay with this? Uh, why do we feel the need to hate on ourselves uh, for having challenges that, that are in large part forced upon us? Right? I would say stop attaching your identity to your challenges. I think that's where we fall short. That's where we fail is we identify ourselves. We attach our identity to the challenges that we're facing. Oh, I'm, I must be a terrible person because I'm having this challenge. Oh, I must not be as good as so-and-so because I'm having this challenge and they just told me that everything is fine. <laughs> that's that's silly, right? That's silly. Look at the logic there. There's no logic there. It makes sense, right? It's okay to feel the way that we feel. It's not okay to stay there when we recognize the, that there's no logic to it, that, that we're choosing to remain there. I think the most important step uh, toward course correction with these things is realizing that that happiness and love are a choice. Does that make sense? You know, we choose to be happy. No one forces us to be happy. There might be things that we feel happy about. We might find ourselves in a situation where, wow, that was really fun. I feel really happy about that. But ultimately, we could choose not to. We could choose not to enjoy ourselves. We could choose in any situation to have a negative reaction to, to that situation. Uh, what we find is that often it's easier for us in a positive situation to respond positively, right? So when we're out having fun, we go out on a date, we're, we're at a dance club, whatever it may be, we go to a concert, we're doing things that we enjoy it is natural for us to have a positive response because that's an easier response. But we choose it. We could have a negative response to that. We could go to a concert with our significant other or with friends and, and we could be excited to go and we could get there and we could hear the music and we could complain about how loud it is. We could complain about how crowded it is. We could complain about the people that we're with. We could complain about all these things. We could choose to have a negative experience, even though it's something that we normally enjoy. Happiness is a choice. Just as love is a choice. Now, naturally, as human beings, we have an emotional and even chemical response to other individuals. Um, when we see someone we find attractive, there is a natural response that can lead to love. But love itself is a choice. We can choose to 
even though we might be attracted to an individual, we can choose not to like them. We can choose not to show love for them. We can choose to have a negative experience or we can choose to love them. The same is true with ourselves. Okay? The same is true with ourselves. We do not, in fact, have to be loved by others in order to experience love in our lives. We can, in fact, choose to love ourselves enough that even if we had no love from anyone else, we could experience a fulfillment through loving ourselves. To experience love, we can love ourselves. We don't have to be loved by anyone else. Now, it's certainly easier if we feel love from other people as well. Life is certainly easier that way. Uh, we, we, it's easier to, to find joy that way. It's easier to be happy in life when we feel a sense of love from others. But we don't have to have that. We can choose to love ourselves. Um, I find too often that those who don't feel they love themselves just haven't discovered that quality about themselves that makes them feel they are deserving of love. And I want to say that love is not earned. We do not have to deserve or to be deserving of love. We don't have to earn love. Okay? Conversely, we do not have to be loved by others in order to feel the experience of love or feel and experience love. Okay? That's not how it works. Love is not earned. Love is not deserved. Love is a choice. Others either choose to love us or don't choose to love us. Some choose not to love us. And I think there's a difference there, but we'll not go into that. Um, but because we are capable of loving ourselves, uh, we can experience love, right? We don't have to find those, those qualities that we feel allows us to deserve love. Um, but I find that that's often the issue when working with people who, who don't feel like they love themselves. They feel like they have to be deserving of it. And that's just not true. So, case in point, okay? I probably have never met you. But I can say I love you because that is the truth. I know that I love you because love is a choice. And I have chosen to love all people. I have chosen to show love uh, in all of my interactions with others. So even though I have not met you, or if I have not met you, know that if you don't feel like there's anyone out there that loves you, you're wrong. You haven't met enough people, or you're lying to yourself. Okay, because right here, here's one person telling you, I don't care who you are, I have chosen to love all people, and I love you even though you and I may have never met. 
in, in the happy occasion that we ever get to meet, you will know through that interaction that I sincerely love you. Because love is a choice, and I have chosen that course. I've chosen that path to love all people and to show that love in all of my interactions. Am I perfect? No. No, of course not. All right. I am sure that there are, are people who have not felt love from me, and I feel bad about that. I, I wish I could apologize for that. Um, I'm sure it's happened, but that is not my intent. Uh, and, and I'm certain that I'm not the only one out there who feels this way. And you can choose to do the same. You can choose to love yourself. You can choose to love all people. You can choose to show that love in all of your interactions. Okay. If we would do this more often, uh, if we would take a little extra time with people, um, then wouldn't the world be a little bit better? And for selfish reasons, we would be happier. We would experience uh, a better quality of life if we would do this as well. So in the end, we're all facing our own challenges and doing our best to get through them. Uh, when we feel to complain about others, recognize where that feeling is coming from and change your perspective. Try looking at things through several different lenses. And remember that happiness and love are a choice. So choose to be happy and choose to love. Ultimately, choose to be okay with not being okay because everyone else is being not okay with you. I hope you've gotten some value from this podcast. If so, please subscribe and share this episode with someone else you think will also find value in it. For a limited time, if you book either a Fireside Masterclass or a personal or and professional development coaching session with me before March 20th, you'll receive a 25% discount. Simply let me know that you heard it on this podcast. And also, go to my Break Your Zone Facebook page. That's Break Your Zone Facebook page and book your appointment. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Don't forget to subscribe and share. And as always, much love, my friends. I wish you all the best things in life.